Welcome to another episode of The Room Podcast, brought to you by NewEnglandMMA.org. Please follow, share, and enjoy the show, starting right now. Here we go. Steve Domenico, Wednesday night in The Room Podcast with a new FAC lightweight champion, bro. Dude, congratulations, man. Don, shameless Don Shanus in the room once again, man. Congratulations uh, for this past weekend victory, bro. How you feeling about it? Uh, we're, we're like four days past that. Man, has it sunk in yet? Hey, man. It, it's real nice, but I'm already on to the next one. Already on to the next one. Well, as far as the next one, was that already planned? Did you already have that in motion when, uh, you know, you took this fight? Because it was on late notice, so I figured you already had talks going on with Cage Titans. Uh, there were some talks, but obviously you got to get through a fight to, to finalize everything. So the second this fight was over, I'm like, yeah, get me on the fucking card. So as far as this fight, Don, second time fighting for uh, Fighting Alliance Championship, your coach, mm -hmm. is, uh, your coach is affiliated with them very well there. Uh, man, how was the second time around? We did speak about that last victory, another late notice. But second time around, man, we go against a former <clears throat> UFC guy. Uh, late notice, you go up weight again, and you take him out in the first round with, uh, with a ground-to-pound victory, bro. What was the difference in this fight from uh, the last one? Well, I finally get to showcase, you know, what, what I've been working on. And, uh, you know, it, like coming out here to fight for FAC is is kind of awesome. You know, I've, I have nothing but good things to say about the promotion. They treat me real well. And uh, I, I get big risk, big reward uh, fights. So, you know, if, if I'm ready to make weight, like that, there's, there's always someone falling out. It's always someone getting called up. So why can't that be me? Well, in the past, you've had a lot of fights fall through. Uh, so mm. you've you fought a few catchweights in your career, man. But, you know, that featherweight division is definitely where you want to be. Um, what, what was the uh, second time around here feeling at the 155? Did you feel, did you get comfortable with it, uh, you know, going in there for the second time? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's funny. You know, I always uh, go feel out the cage and, and I feel so much more comfortable in a bigger cage. It's so weird. It's almost like I, f I feel like I like the bigger cages. You know, cage sign is kind of small, and I'm like, ah, it's kind of crammed in here, you know? But uh, there's plenty of room to work. Really, really nice cage, really, really nice promotion. It's streamed on USB Bypass, so everything's, you know, done right. And, and it's really nice to, to have that kind of exposure. Um, as far as comfort goes, you know, you know, fighting's uncomfortable, and, and I've never felt more at home out of state than than this you know well as far as um fighting for them again i mean what what what's the difference with them as far as uh the the, the fan welcoming and stuff like that like cage titans you go there you sell the place out it's electric when you go there i mean you are that is kind of your your base now and uh your gym is affiliated with the promotion do you get a lot of uh did you get a lot of uh kind of support going in the second time now yeah, I mean, so here's the thing, right? Like, the first time I went out in a Tom Brady jersey and everyone's, like, diehard fucking Chiefs fans out here, it's like, when they sing the national anthem and they go, the home of the Chiefs, you know, and I walk out in Tom Brady jersey, everyone boos me. And, you know, that's cool. But this time around, everyone cheered. It was awesome. Um, 
but it was also super short notice and uh, I wasn't able to reach out to everyone I know out here. So as far as sales go, I wasn't even close to, to selling what I normally sell back home, mainly because, you know, I've only been here like a year and uh, I don't have that kind of exposure yet. But it's really nice to get a new set of eyes and a new audience on me. Well, as far as coming away with this title, a 155 pounder, taking on Cody Fister, um, like I said, a, a vet from UFC, you went up a weight, short notice, and you beat him up and um, ground upon him in the first round. What'd you feel in that fight? I mean, you, I mean, that's a pretty decent guy right there. What was his record? 16 and 8. I mean, uh, the guy he was supposed to fight just got called up to the UFC. That's why you stepped in there, man. Yeah. Uh, what would you feel like uh, as far as going against someone like that? Is it? Do you feel? Did you just feel better? Do you feel better than these guys every time you go in there? Uh, I, I felt like I was on a different playing field than this guy. Uh, obviously, I gave up a little bit of size. Making weight for me was like a a, a, a two-day thing. Not even a two-day thing. It was just a one-day thing. Like, I just showed up, cut my weight, and uh, hopped on a scale, and I was, like, happy. Uh, it, and it was super easy. So, me making 55 is literally a joke. But... Uh, you know, obviously I'm giving up weight and, and uh, I'm just giving up experience too. And, and that's a big factor. You know, he's got, what, four fights in the UFC, uh, eight and six, that 24, 25 fights. This was his 26th fight. You know, this was my uh, 14th, 13th? I think yeah, it's my 14th, 14th. fight. You know, so I'm giving up experience. You know, the level of competition, I feel like locally – I, I don't think there's many people uh, on the local scene that, that doesn't have USC written on them that, that's going to be able to compete with me. Well, not and, at 45, not at 55. And that's the thing. Uh, you ha you know, you you fight out of out of New England to get, you know, that more higher caliber guy. Not that you don't get the fights, some fights here, but you're guaranteed to get um, a pretty high name in, uh, you know, FAC and stuff like that. Do you feel, um, I mean, we'll talk about this fight coming, but, mm -hmm. you know, that last win, I mean, the first one with FAC, uh, 12, Dana White was in the crowd. Yeah. You know, we, we were hoping that, you know, you might get a contract. We're figuring, well, Don's next fight, he finishes. Man, he's got to get a call. You get a call to FAC to fight for the 155-pound title. What do you think this, you think that, the UFC is looking at, I mean, they have to be looking at you. What's your, what's your, you know, your thought about those eyes and, and do you, you do, Don, what's going on? I'm stuttering over here. I'm sick of talking about this with you. You know what I mean? Nah, it's cool, Steve. So, so here's the thing. Did you catch my post-fight interview? No, I didn't. I'm sorry. All right. Well, if you go rewatch my fight, go check out my post-fight interview. I, I, I said, I'm not going to wait for a fucking phone call for the UFC. I'm going to stay busy, stay ready. You know, I'm doing, like, obviously I'm fucking training, but, like, I'm continuing to improve, but sitting by the phone waiting ain't going to do me no good, so I'm just going to stay busy, stay active. Right now, that was, uh, last weekend was my third fight in three months. This will be my fourth fight in four months. Um... The only person that can compare to anything that I'm doing, jumping up and wait fight for the title, is, is Billy Goff. Billy Goff. And uh, I actually really like that kid. That kid's good. But uh, 
he, here's the thing, man. Like, no one else is doing that shit. No one else is, it, like, no, no one's trying to be a gangster and just jump, jump in the fire, jump in the fire, jump in the fire. Hey, I keep winning fights, you know, especially TKO and uh, UFC bets. The eyes are going to be on me whether they want it or not. Uh, definitely. And coming away with a first round finish like that, Don, I mean, that definitely, uh, you know, he has to be watching right now. And then you jump right on to that. I mean, you're not even, like you said, you're not even waiting for them. You got another fight June 4th, which, uh, I didn't know when I called you to get this, uh, podcast going, I didn't know you were jumping on the couch. All of a sudden the poster comes out and you're back fighting for the cage Titans featherweight title back to your home turf, back to your weight, where you want to be. How you feeling about getting back to Cage Titans with notice for the fans to sell tickets to get your fan base there to to launch you into the UFC with the victory here? Hey, the eyes are on me right now, so I'm gonna keep them on me and get all that exposure. You know, it's always great to come back home and fight, but uh, I'm on a fucking mission, Steve. You know, it's like I'm just gonna keep fighting and I'm gonna keep winning and. I don't know what the fucking deal is, but they're going to sign me. My goal this year is two fights in the UFC. So by the end of the year, I want two fights in the UFC. Now, I don't know what the fuck I got to do to get there, but I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing, and hopefully I set the bar and set an example. Like, I don't know how many people will fight four times a year, let alone four times in four months. This is in, you know, 2010 where people are doing uh, 16-man tournaments and fighting three, four times a night. That it ain't like that anymore. I'm the only one doing this. Well, my friend, you speak about your fourth fight in four months, which is outstanding, incredible. You uh, know, I'll fucking Andy, Steve. I'm gonna fucking run through this guy at 145, and then I'm gonna try and get. If I get out of this fight unscathed, I'm gonna jump on CES. I gotta talk to them after I jump on this fight. Jump on their short notice. Take their fucking main event and fight for their title. Well, here we go. Collecting belts and, uh, you know, if that's the way for Dana. Three belts in two months. Well, I mean, let's talk about this guy. Uh, all right, Bryce Picard. Picard, do you know anything about him? Or is it just another victim in front of you on uh, June 4th? Uh, I did a little bit of research. He's got a, a good winning record. Uh, he's from France. I've seen that he's fought in the cage. I, I watched one or two of his fights. And uh, it's just another fight for me, man. Like. It's really hard to get me matched up with uh, with guys, especially with winning records. Even when I was supposed to fight fucking for the title, you know, your boy fucking, maybe not your boy, but fucking, uh, what's it, Top Games Management's guy, Shane, he backed out. All right, what am I going to do about that? Fucking no one filled in. I fought Jay Ellis, not the fight I wanted, but I got to respect Jay. I did exactly what I was supposed to do to someone like that, and uh, the show goes on. Well, the show goes on with this dude, man. Um, as far as him, I just uh, you want to talk a little bit. He's nine and six. He's, uh, I think, he's got three three wins out of his last four fights. Coming off two finishes in his last couple of fights. Um, are you going to look at this guy? How do you go about opponent something something like this? It's a featherweight title, Don. Uh, you got to keep the train rolling. You can't kind of you know take him lightly without really knowing about this guy. How do you go about an opponent uh, on a fight? I don't think anyone fucking likes okay. me. Like, like to me, this is I'm not, dude. I play for fucking keeps. You get one shot at me. I don't. I'll, I'll do a rematch if if there's some bullshit going on. But like, you get one fucking shot. Like, it, for the most part, like unless you something happens 
You, you get one fight with someone. I played for fucking keeps, man. And, uh, you know, I, I got an attitude in there. And, and it's like, I'm not in there to touch gloves. I'm in there to break your will. Well, my man, you're going back down to 145. Uh, what are we, uh, three weeks or so away from this yep. fight? Uh, how do you go about this, man? Last couple of fights, 155. Um, you know, do we start, have we started already as far as, you know, getting down there? Or when do you start, um, you know, w working on that 145-pound mark? Hey, I'm, I'm already on it. You know, I have my weekend to eat my food and, and enjoy myself. I didn't drink. I, I told myself I wasn't going to drink till I'm in the UFC. And then when I get in the UFC, I'm probably not going to drink anyways. But, um, but fucking, <laughs> yeah, what, the fucking, uh, what do you got in your hand there, Don? What's going on over here? Dinosaur. Someone oh. threw a dinosaur. Yeah, awesome. Everyone, a lot of people in New England have those dinosaurs, Don. I have, I have a couple in my car too. Yeah, he's better. <laughs> yeah. Um, so as far but, um, as far as no, no, what, no. what I'm saying is those like uh, I forgot. Fuck. Well, we were talking about the weight and getting ready for this fight uh, and all that stuff. Hey, I, I got to be ready to make a short notice call to the UFC. I got to keep my weight under 165. I was 163 today, so I'm in pretty good shape. That that's a two week weight cut. I got an extra week. I'm just over three weeks right now. So if I'm within three weeks and 20 pounds, I'm fucking golden. I'm gonna diet off probably another five to 10 pounds as much as I can, and then cut the rest. So um, as far as who's taking the trip with you here and who's gonna be in your mm -hmm. corner at Cage Titans 53, uh, who's gonna I be helping? Haven't even got that far. Haven't even got that far. <laughs> I gotta check coaches' availability. Obviously, Eric and uh, my man Chris Brennick are going to be cornering me in mass, but it's like I would like to take someone from here, but I got to check the dates because I know there's a UFC card with Derek Minner, a teammate of mine, and Jeff Molina, another teammate of mine that's fighting out in Vegas the same day. So um, that's the thing. So it's like I know they're, they're going to take some of the coaches up here. So I don't know what's going to go on as far as who I bring with me, but I also got to remember too that like – I pay out of my own pocket for my corners and myself to come out there. I'm the local guy in New England. It's not like fucking Cage Titans is paying for me. They're already paying for someone to fly in for me. So I don't get that luxury of getting flown in and, uh, you know, and a corner flown in. That That's on my dime as well. So it's like I do need that support, and I know I got it, but it's one of those things where it's like it's coming out of my pocket. Granted, it's worth it every time, but uh, – you know, it, it cost me, you know, maybe a thousand bucks every time I fight. Well, as far as when um, our tickets on sale yet, yeah, when are the tickets going to be uh, on sale so you can start getting them? Tickets are already on sale. I've been collecting money today. Uh, today was the first day of ticket sales. I sold maybe like 1500 bucks worth of tickets, which is fucking unbelievable. I haven't even started reaching out to people. So, you, you know, the love is real when it's like people see a poster of you fighting and they're just sending you Venmo's and they know they're going to grab their tickets at the door. So the, the, the love is real. Excellent, my man. Well, last thing, Don, I know, um, you know, you got, you got, you know, it's a busy night for you with that dinosaur and uh, your friend. Hey. <laughs> Yo, you see that one? Oh, cool. Awesome, my man. Is that, is that authentic? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's worth fucking $3 billion. Yeah. <laughs> so with that, Don, uh, I know you got a ton of sponsors, but, you know, 
you'll be here till tomorrow morning uh, announcing them. Anything you want to say before I let you go? Uh, because we'll be seeing you in three weeks at uh, Cage Titans 53. Yeah. I'm, look, man, I, I'm just super excited to get back in there. You know, like, I'm on a fucking mission, man. Get the fuck out of the way. And uh, this kid, Bryce Picard, man, we're going to be uh, checking him out. You know, as always, Cage Titans will be giving a lot of play, a lot of support to you fighters, man. So, uh, Don, we'll be seeing you all over the place, man. Interviews with, uh, I would imagine a ton of people are going to be coming after you, man, as far as getting an interview, because this has to be your last fight locally on the Look, regional I level. Know, I don't know, but I, like, I think it's pretty obvious that I, I can show up and just fucking fight, so... You know, whether it's a UFC or another short notice for CES after this one, like, I'm fucking down. Well, my man, you... CES, though, let's make the juice worth the squeeze. I got to negotiate with them a little bit because, uh, you know, I've never actually competed for CES. I'm, I, I want to. I want the belt. They got a pretty belt. But uh, right now, until unless it's UFC, I'm collecting hardware, so fuck it. Excellent, my man. Um, with that said, Don, thank you so much, and congratulations on the big win and the big, big fight coming up on uh, June 4th for Cage Titans, man, the featherweight title. Back on the line for Shameless Don Shanus. Don, man, always a pleasure talking to you, bro. Um, man, have a great night, man, and enjoy the dinosaurs, my man. Thank you, brother. Hey, Are we still live? Yeah, don't hang up, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shut off I'm now. Not- all right. All right. Hey, everyone, uh, tune in next week. I don't know who I'm on, but uh, Neff, <laughs> uh, Neff, Neff is this uh, Saturday night. Check in because there's a bunch of fucking great New England fighters fighting on that card. They will have a stream available. And of course, Cage Titans 53 tickets are on sale. Hit up Don. He is the main event fighting for the featherweight title man, going for a second belt and then um, looking for a third down the line. So with that said, we out of here. Don, you stay there.